Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about lymphoma. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash lymphoma or in the hematology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Lymphomas are a group of cancers that affect the lymphocytes inside the lymphatic system. And these cancerous cells proliferate within the lymph nodes and cause the lymph nodes to become abnormally large. And we call this lymphadenopathy. There are two main categories of lymphoma, Hodgkin's lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hodgkin's lymphoma is a specific disease, whereas non-Hodgkin's lymphoma encompasses all the other lymphomas. This is a bit like small cell lung cancer and non-small cell lung cancer. Hodgkin's lymphoma is the most likely specific lymphoma to appear in your exams, so we'll focus on that first. Overall, about one in five lymphomas are Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's caused by proliferation of lymphocytes, and there's a bimodal age distribution with peaks around age 20 and 75 years. There's a few risk factors you should be aware of. HIV is a big risk factor. The Epstein-Barr virus that causes glandular fever. Autoimmune conditions such as rheumatoid arthritis and sarcoidosis. And a family history of Hodgkin's lymphoma. So how does it present? Well, lymphadenopathy is a key presenting symptom. And this is where you get abnormally large lymph nodes. And these might be in the neck, in the armpit or what we call the axilla, or in the inguinal region which is in the groin. They're characteristically non-tender and they feel rubbery in texture. Some patients will experience pain in the lymph nodes when they drink alcohol. And this is a key thing that comes up in exams that's worth being aware of. If you have a patient who has lumps in their neck that become tender when they drink alcohol, think about Hodgkin's lymphoma. There's also something called B symptoms. And B symptoms are systemic symptoms of lymphoma And these are things like fever, weight loss and night sweats. There's a few other non-specific symptoms that can appear with lymphoma. And this might be general fatigue, itching, a cough, shortness of breath, abdominal pain and recurrent infections. These are all very non-specific and could indicate a number of things. So what investigations can we do? There's a lactate dehydrogenase or LDH blood test that's often raised in Hodgkin's lymphoma, but this is not very specific and it can be raised in a lot of other cancers and non-cancerous diseases and even in healthy patients after strenuous exercise. So it's not a very helpful blood test to perform. The key diagnostic test is a lymph node biopsy, so taking a sample of the abnormal lymph nodes to have a look and see whether This is just a reactive lymph node, which is reacting to a local infection, or whether this has cancerous cells inside it. And one key cell that we're looking for is something called a Reed-Sternberg cell. And this is a key finding from a lymph node biopsy in patients with Hodgkin's lymphoma. These are abnormally large B cells, and they have multiple nuclei that have nucleoli within the nuclei. This makes them look like the face of an owl with large eyes. And the Reed-Sternberg cell is a popular feature in exam questions. 
so keep an eye out for it and think about Hodgkin's lymphoma. A CT, MRI and PET scan can also be used for diagnosing and staging the lymphoma or looking for other cancers. There's a staging system called the Ann Arbor Staging System, A-N-N-A-R-B-O-R, and this is used for both Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The system puts a lot of importance on whether the affected lymph nodes are above or below the diaphragm. So a very simplified version of this staging system is stage one is confined to one region of lymph nodes, so it could be on one side of the neck and not affect any other areas. Stage two is where there is affected lymph nodes in more than one region, but on the same side of the diaphragm. Either both regions are above or below the diaphragm, but they don't cross the diaphragm. Stage three is where affected lymph nodes are both above and below the diaphragm. And stage four is where there's widespread involvement that includes non-lymphatic organs, such as the lungs or the liver. So how do we manage lymphoma? Well, the key treatments for lymphoma are chemotherapy and radiotherapy. And generally, the aim of treatment is to cure the condition. This is usually successful. However, there's quite a risk of relapse and of other hematological cancers and side effects from the medication. Chemotherapy creates a risk of leukemia and also of infertility, particularly in young patients. Radiotherapy creates a risk of cancer, damage to the local tissues and also hypothyroidism if they're having radiotherapy anywhere near the thyroid gland. Next, let's talk about non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is actually a group of lymphomas and not a specific disease itself. There's almost endless types of lymphoma which will be managed by specialists in hemoncology. A few notable ones that you should be aware of that may appear in your exams. The first is Burkitt's lymphoma, which is associated with the Epstein-Barr virus, malaria and HIV. The next is Malt lymphoma, which is called Malt because it affects the mucosa-associated lymphoid tissue, or MALT, that is around the stomach. And this is associated with a H. pylori infection. The final one is diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, which often presents as a rapidly growing painless mass in patients above 65 years old. Some key risk factors for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma include HIV, Epstein-Barr virus, H. pylori, which is particularly associated with malt lymphoma, hepatitis B or C infection, exposure to pesticides, and in particular a chemical called trichloroethylene, which is used in several industrial processes, and a family history. The presentation of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is similar to Hodgkin's lymphoma, and often they can only be differentiated when there's a lymph node biopsy and a sample is looked at under the microscope. Management involves a combination of treatments depending on the stage and the type of the lymphoma, and this might involve watchful waiting to see whether it progresses or returns to normal naturally, chemotherapy, monoclonal antibodies such as rituximab, radiotherapy and stem cell transplantation. So thanks for listening to this episode on lymphoma. If you found it helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other podcast episode topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. And if you don't want a copy of the book, you can find everything 
including notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be all about myeloma.